when it comes to building muscle, there are a lot of misconceptions, a lot of wrong ideas, a lot of incorrect advice, and a lot of BS, to be quite frank. But that's why we want to break through this and give you the actual ins and outs of muscle building nutrition. Specifically today, I'm going to be covering the three myths around muscle building that you need to know. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian, as always. Great to have you back here. Hope you're doing well. And as I mentioned in the intro, we're talking muscle building. We're talking free myths about muscle building. Free things that I always see, not always, but very commonly see among new clients who come and see me wanting to build muscle. They have these assumptions. And I want to tackle them today so that you can stop worrying about it, that you can start focusing on the correct things, Okay. Number one, okay, the first myth that I want to break is this notion that you need a dirty bulk, that you need to gain more fat in order to gain more muscle. So there's this assumption around that the more mass you gain, the better it is for your muscle gain. And while it's kind of a case of, yes, if you build a bunch of body fat, you may very well build a lot of muscle mass as well, you know, provided you're doing the right training and all this other nutrition stuff as well that you need to be focusing on. But you don't need to dirty bulk to gain that same amount of muscle. Thing is, people go, the quicker you gain it, the better it is. But that's not actually always the case. Let's use two scenarios to compare this. So I can give you an illustration of how this works. Let's say scenario A is you do a dirty bulk, you boost your calories by heaps, 1,000, 2,000, whatever it is, and you eat a bunch of foods just so you can get as much calories in. And let's make an assumption that in both of these scenarios, you are getting all the other nutrition stuff right and you're also training correctly. Let's just make those assumptions, which is not always the case. Keep that in mind. Then what happens, okay, scenario A is you boost up your calories by heaps, you do a dirty bulk so you can gain a bunch of mass, and what ends up happening is you do gain a bunch of muscle, but you also gain extra amount of fat that you otherwise would have achieved. Then let's say scenario two is similar, except for the fact that you're more more progressive, I guess more more strategic, more steady with your, with your bulk, you don't do a dirty bulk, you do more of like a quote unquote clean bulk or more of a balanced bulk. And what happens is you do it more slowly, you gain mass more slowly, but at the end of it, you gain, when you reach the point when you gain the same amount of muscle mass, the amount of fat you've gained at that point is a lot less than with the dirty bulk. Now in scenario A, what that person now needs to do is go, okay, sweet, I've gained all this muscle, but now I need to get lean. Now they're going to use up more time getting lean to get to that point of, of leanness and good body composition that they want, and the other person has to do less of it. And then in the end, the time spent doing so is going to be the same to achieve a relatively dissimilar body composition they're trying to achieve because of the longer period of time that they have to take to then lean out after their bulk, even though they did it quickly. So I hope that makes sense, okay? I've heard a lot of like, you know, for the sentences that you just did in, in a short time span, but essentially you don't need a dirty bulk. 
you can do it more progressively. And at the end, it's going to be easier for you to manage your body composition. Because it's not just you eat more and then your muscles are just going to gain. You're going to gain a bunch of body fat as well if you do a dirty bulk. So no, you do not need to eat a bunch of calories to gain muscle. Keep that in mind. Myth number two is around protein. And now that's the idea of that. The more protein, the better. This is not correct. Now, should you be eating enough protein? Yes, 100%. That's one of those nutrition factors I, I alluded to before. I didn't want to mention it because it's point number two. But, but essentially, total protein is key. And then beyond that, your distribution and your strategy around it can give you that cherry on top of the sundae. But eating more protein does not just equal better results. Eating more protein does not just equal more muscle gains. There is a point of diminishing returns. And only a subset of your protein intake actually goes to, to, MP, uh, to MPS, so to muscle protein synthesis. Only a subset. So you only don't every, it's not every single protein you eat in a meal goes to muscle. That's just not how it works. There's other processes in the body your body needs to also work on. So yes, the more protein you eat, it's not better necessarily. Eat enough protein that you need to build muscle. Eat enough protein that you need to recover. Eat enough protein that you need to be your best, healthiest self. But just eating protein for the sake of protein and eating above your requirements is not going to equal more muscle gain. It's just not. And then finally, myth number three is that cardio is bad for your gains. Now, when we talk about cardio here, I'm not talking about running marathons and things like that. Obviously, if you're going to run marathons and and long-distance endurance training and all that sort of stuff and do that kind of training, you're not going to build the most muscle. You're not going to be the most jacked person around. That's just reality. Like if you look at the, the musculature of and the physiques of long distance running, for example, and sprinters, it's a different ball game. Now, that's too simplistic. A lot of people look at that and go, oh, sprinting causes muscle gain like that, and this causes, it's not exactly like that. But essentially, my point is that, yeah, if you're doing crazy amounts of cardio and just burning it all the time, it's going to be very hard for you to really build that muscle you're probably trying to achieve if you're trying to build size, that kind of muscle. But doing cardio, just like going for walks, doing a bit of a bit of a jog, doing other kind of cardio machines, playing some sport, and doing that on a regular basis, these things are great for your health, great for your heart. And remember, your heart is probably your most important muscle. Okay, you're prioritizing your biceps and that, but your heart is the one that's really gonna keep you ticking along. Okay, so cardio is not bad for your gains. It just depends on how you do it. Make sure you're still eating enough calories, enough protein, training correct way and all this sort of stuff, and don't go excessively high on cardio unless you are training for that kind of training. But yeah, you don't have to worry about cardio being bad for your gains. It's a lot of bro science there saying you can't do any cardio, or you're not going to gain muscle mass. Unless you're a hard gainer, which then you can make, make the argument that you've got to be careful of how much you're expending, you don't have to fear cardio. And cardio can really complement your training and nutrition and make you the best possible athlete possible. Yeah. How many times did I say possible there? I don't know. <laughs> you get my point, okay? Cardio can make you better. It's not going to ruin your gains. Just do it correctly. You'll be fine. So yeah, that's your free myths, okay? Free myths about muscle building that I want to share. There are other ones, but these are common ones that I see time and time again with new clients and really needed to talk it out, really needed to share it with you in case you yourself are believing these things as well or you know, even doing them, implementing these things. So I'll repeat them again, do a bit of a recap. Myth number one, that you need to do a dirty bulk. You don't. Myth number two, that the more protein you eat, the better it is for muscle gains. No, there is a point of diminishing returns. And number three, cardio itself is bad for gains. No, just do the right cardio in the right way. You'll be fine. You'll actually be better off for it. So I hope that helps, okay? If you've got any questions, reach out. You've got the 
notes in the description notes below. <laughs> notes in the description notes. I'm losing all my words today. Basically, you got my details in the description notes below. You'll be able to reach out to me. You can reach out via email. You could even add me on Instagram. Easy way to do it there. Slide in my DMs. We have a chat. And of course, as always, if you want help with your nutrition, if you're looking to get a sports dietitian to be in your corner, help you, design a program for you, be there as your accountability pillar to help you get the best results possible, let's have a chat. Okay, let's have a chat and see if we're a good fit to work together and go from there. Beyond that, I really hope this episode's helped you. I hope it's actually kind of pushed the boundaries of what you believed around muscle building. And I actually hope that it's changed something you believed. Okay, if you, if you already knew these well myths, awesome, cool. I'm happy. But if you didn't, if you've actually believed some of these myths and now I've broken that, that's awesome. So I really hope that it's helped you. And until next time, have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated.